Friends, welcome back to the Rotobomb Podcast. It's Saturday morning, January 9th, and uh, we're going to do a little bit of a, uh, a walk through this um, three-game slate, tomorrow's three-game slate, and then the six-game slate combined. Um, actually, tomorrow's three-game slate, I'm going to save, um, and we'll, we'll talk about that tomorrow. I'm going to do another one of these, um, and I think before I even get into this, um, this is sort of a bonus show. Uh, I know I, I talked a big game last week about, you know, how into the slate I was going to be. Um, and maybe some of y'all live in a cave, but some things happened this week. Um, things that took my attention uh, away from football, from, you know, from what I do. And uh, I'm not going to talk about that on this show because it's not why you guys are here. Uh, but I really, uh, you know, about yesterday afternoon, I, I started digging into research and doing some things and I I kept getting distracted and I have to admit my heart really wasn't in it it just it wasn't you know um and I I I detached I did a little cooking made a really nice inside out lasagna had a nice dinner with my family and you know rearranged my brain on what's important and then I you know as, as I was going to bed I'm like you know what I'm gonna wake up really early and stick my head into my work and see if I can put a good podcast together. Uh, <laughs> and then I went off and dropped a viral tweet, which is blowing up my timeline. But I'm just going to ignore that. And um, I'm going to talk to you all for a while. So it's important to say, I, I try to be honest when I do this podcast. Um, so I, I, I'm not coming at you as an expert today. Or expert's a big word. I probably should. I don't know if I ever come at you guys as an expert. Or, or as a, pro, let's say, prepared analyst. Um, I have spent several hours... Uh, on this slate, particularly these Saturday games, uh, and I have some viewpoints, but they are not as richly um, researched as they normally are, and I want to be upfront about that. So, you know, take this with a grain of salt. Um, I am going to probably put a little bit um, of my bankroll in play here today, quite honestly, just in hopes of finding something to distract me for a little while, because I need to get my head out of this other stuff. Um, and look, you guys know where I stand on all this stuff. <laughs> if you don't, you can go check out my <laughs> my timeline. Whew. Anyway, um, but let's 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 do this. Let's get in. Let's get out. I do think tomorrow's podcast will be a little bit better on tomorrow's three game slate because I do spend I do plan on spending a little time on that. Uh, throughout the day and tomorrow morning and this is getting up late and I apologize for that but it's just been a week unlike any other so let's let's get into this thing um first of all uh Indiana let's start we'll just sort of go through these in uh 
in the order in which they are being played. We've got the Colts at the Bills. Bills with the uh, implied point total just short of 30. Indianapolis at 22-5. You know, I'm sort of with Vegas on this game. I I think most of you probably are as well. Um, The tricky thing about today's slate is that you either are going to start Josh Allen at quarterback or you're going to take your life in your hands, right? Now, don't get me wrong. I think, you know, starting Josh Allen at quarterback is going to put you with, gosh, maybe 50% of the entrance. Um, now, if you're, if you're entering the six-gamer, then you get a little bit, you know, uh, of a break on that. I think you'll have some Lamar people, which will bring that number down, and you'll have some uh, Tannehill people that will bring that number down. You'll have a lot of fans betting on Breeze. Um, you'll have Steeler fans betting on Big Ben, and, um, you know, that will help. Um, but today, you know, I mean, yeah, maybe some people take Russ and some people take Brady, but I think the ownership on Allen is going to be huge. The problem is it's totally justified. I mean, there's nobody else on the slate I want to get behind. Uh, this is a big game. I mean, look, we saw what Josh Allen was allowed to do in a meaningless game last week. Well, this game's extremely meaningful. So it's really hard to get off Josh Allen. But this is a either three-game or six-game slate that you're participating in. And you're not going to climb up the leaderboards without some differentiation. So if you're going with Josh Allen, the best guy to pair with him just from a raw point total is Mr. Diggs. But gosh, I mean, the Allen-Diggs thing is going to be so popular. So I'm not saying don't do it. Heck, I may do it. But you're going to have to find something. You're going to have to find some things that's going to make you a little different. You're going to have to make some hard choices. Now, look, one thing you could do And I think one thing to ask yourself before you get into these three-game slates is, what am I here for today? Do I want a little side action to make the games more interesting? Am I looking to make a little money? Am I looking to play for the big win? You know, these all will take you down different paths, good paths, correct for the thing you're doing. But it's a lot harder to differentiate on these short slates. Um, now, I've had a lot of success playing short slates in my life, so I'm not scared of this thing. But there's some unique angles to this. We started with the Josh Allen thing. Now, he's 7,500 units. Wilson, 67. Brady, 69 with the nice price. So, you know, you could go other ways. The problem is, you know, are the Rams going to be able to do anything? Is If Goff plays, is he going to be healthy? This is a guy with tiny hand syndrome and a bad thumb, so he's playing with, like, Four little fingers, man. Um, This is going to be a tough one. Meanwhile, both the Rams and Seattle, I could see either one of those teams deciding to pound the football. So, you know, I don't really love that game. Not to mention, we're talking about the third time teams have played. There's a lot to not really want to get involved in there. You know, Tampa Bay, on the other hand, you have to feel that one way or another they're going to find some success, whether it's chasing down the stretch or putting up a lead. The Washington defense is tough. So, man, you know, I'm not going to make a political joke there because um, it wouldn't be funny. But um, I'm as I'm literally thinking this through as I'm talking it out. Um, when we're playing this three-game slate, and I look at the Washington side, and the only thing I want to get anywhere near there is Logan Thomas, but quite frankly, I think he's going to be popular. And I don't know what the upside is against this defense. Not to mention that if Smith starts, he may not finish, and he may not start. 
So we want to find some things that are a little bit original. Now, and one person I keep coming back to, and this isn't any more than my gut, but gr both Gronk, who is, you know, relatively affordable, um, somehow his price is not up here on my sheet, you know, don't, don't ask me how that happened, I, I typed it out, I thought, oh, I put it in the notes, hey, how you doing, Pete? <laughs> Welcome to 2021. Um, but uh, Gronk is sitting there at 4K. I mean, that's an extremely inviting price for my money. Uh, I think Gronk is one of the better, just forget about the positions, he's a good raw number. So just for what he might be able to do. So for me, Gronkowski is really in play, and so is Antonio Brown. So I think I may be putting in some Josh Allen stacks with Diggs, maybe messing around with some stacks with Smokey, maybe even Gabe Davis. Uh, I don't think I'm going to go near uh, um, uh, a Cole Beasley if he's active. Um, so maybe finding some differentiation by creating some different Allen lineups with different exposure rates to his various receivers, it's just going to be really difficult to get off digs because the raw points for digs I think are going to be big. So for me, I'm probably going to be like double stacking Allen, which can get dicey, right? Because he could end up scoring with his feet and then you, you're, you're screwed because you don't, you know. So I may go naked Allen too on a lineup or two. But then where do you go outside for your differentiation? A lot of people will probably play three running backs for the security. Maybe one way to go around that and to get a little different is to go two of Allen's receivers. I may go with like nothing from the Colts because and just hope that they hit sporadically across the board and no one really goes nuts. So you root for the Colts as a whole, but you don't really buy into any of them. Or maybe I'll buy into Hines, but that's I don't think that's going to be a low-owned thing. One way to go is to get into, I think Tyler Lockett might be a little different, but you have to pay for Lockett. And if you pay for some of these Buffalo guys, it's going to be hard to pay for some other guys. Maybe it's better to go after a cheaper Woods. Maybe, maybe double tight end with Gronk and the flex is a way to differentiate. But just understand that if you are playing the GPPs, and by the way, and this is where I was going earlier, you know, today's the day, like, if you want to just, like, feel good and double your money, maybe playing cash is not a bad idea today. Just because you don't have to worry about differentiation so much, you can play a little more flat, um, you know, turn 40 into 80 and just call it a day kind of thing. You know, so really think about what am I in this for today? Is it a little side action and I would prefer to be green rather than red at the end of the day? Maybe just play cash. Um, I'm probably going to go the other way. I'm probably going to go play some GPPs with the idea that let me see if I can hook into something and have a little fun with it. And hey, if my lineups crank out and I, and I, and I suck and lose money, uh, you know, I'm going to limit my exposure level anyway. Um, so, you know, I think that's probably one thing I have to offer here with this podcast that isn't half-baked due to lack of preparation is think about what it is you're really trying to do today. You know, uh, I'm really going to try to play for fun. And for me, fun is chasing a payout, you know. Um, but I'm also going to be smart. I'm not going to waste my whole bankroll. I want to play tomorrow too. And, and, and I'm hoping that the world around us calms down and I'm feeling better about my life next weekend. And I can, we can have some fun doing this next weekend and the weekend after that. Um, so, 
you know, and, and by the way, when I'm looking at these teams today, like, I'm really not that interested in the Rams at all, other than maybe Woods. And I'm really not that interested in Washington at all, outside of, like, Logan Thomas. Um, you know, or maybe, like, a McKissick or something like that. But, man, uh, I don't really like that either. And McKissick isn't cheap. Like, I'd rather play Gronk and save 900 bucks and be different in my flex spot than play McKissick. You know, one other thing about today, if you if you go with an early stack and it doesn't work out the way you want, this is a day where the late swap can really be your friend. You can late swap three different times, right? Or two different times, excuse me. So, you know, pay attention to your lineups. If you have something going south, you can add risk and lower ownerships to your lineups and try to punch your way out late. It is set up well for that. Of course, a lot of us are going to be drinking today, but <laughs> that's another thing. Um, so just to sort of sum up how I feel about this three-game slate, for me personally, I'm, I'm on the Allen stacks. I'm going to try to mess around with them. I'll probably do a naked. I'll probably do a Smoky Brown only. I'll probably do a Diggs only. I'll probably do a Diggs and Smoky. I may mess around with Gabe Davis. And look, if I get into a situation where I've got one little spot left and no money, you know, I think McKenzie at 33 uh, is a guy where, A, this guy can hit for a couple touchdowns if we get lucky, and B, will be, I mean, he won't be no-owned for sure, because you know, we're not the only people who saw Week 17 and all that. Um, but he'll be loaned enough where you can get some differentiation. So I think really all of the pass catchers on Buffalo make some sense, um, depending on how you want to sprinkle this in. Um, the running backs on the, on the Bills, you'd get differentiation, but man, I don't want to set up a running back against the Colts uh, personally. Now, am I going to mess around with any other quarterbacks? Um, I, I don't know. I might mess around with a Russ Lockett. Stack, I might mess around with a Brady Gronk stack or a Brady AB stack, something like that. Um, when it comes to running backs, I mean, you know, Carson, I think you should have a workload there that you can count on. Taylor for the Colts, um, should have a workload you can count on. Um, you know, I, I'd like to think Rojo. We'll have a workload. But I also think that, you know, I think paying up for some of the good receivers could make some sense here, and then maybe that's the way to punch for your differentiation is use some of these lower-owned running backs. Like, I mean, I think Taylor's going to be owned, and so is Hines, but Hines less so. Um, you know, um, Moss will be owned, Singletary less so. Um, Carson will be owned, Hyde less so. Um you know, so maybe going with some of these less expensive running backs, maybe in acres, if you, you know, want to be a little gutsy, you know, got that high ankle. But maybe saving money at running back, if it hits, you find, you know, you find yourself a way to some cheap points and differentiation. None of these running backs strike me as great plays. Um, and, you know, Taylor's the guy who I'm sure everybody's going to want to play. And, I mean, sure, I, I wouldn't mind getting him in my lineup. But, you know, he's effectively 8K. It's at 7,900. So, you know, 
mess around with your lineup construction, find the things you like, and if you're like me and you like the bills but you don't like the differentiation you might get, maybe find a way to play some bills with some other high-volume plays and just play 50-50s, you know? Anyway, that's sort of where I'm at with these, these first three games. I'm really not on the Rams or Washington at all. Uh, I'm not loving Seattle all that much. Uh, and if I am playing Seattle, I sort of like Lockett because, you know, Ramsey on, on DK, that's not so good. Now, granted, DK's cheaper, and that's why, and maybe he'll be lower owned. But I still think he's going to draw a lot of ownership just from people who've seen him score 40 points from Seattle fans and stuff like that. So I don't know that DK is going to be cheap enough where he's going to help us that much. Maybe he will. I could be wrong on that. I don't know. So let's just real briefly talk about Sunday within the context of the six-game slate. Because there are some guys on Sunday I actually do like. And there's a lot of receivers, like if we're playing the full six games, um, maybe that's where I could play Naked Allen and throw in A.J. Brown, throw in Deontay, throw in Hollywood, try to get a piece of some of these other quarterbacks that way. Something like that, I leverage a passing day from Lamar, where maybe Lamar doesn't come up big for fantasy, but he has a, say he scores 29 points. Not bad, but probably puts him in the pack with a couple other guys, but Hollywood has a big day. So I take the big part of that, I combine it with another quarterback, you know, say Allen from the day before, and suddenly I've got something. I also think that the Tanny Henry stacks can work, particularly in cash. Um, now, some of these other games, Trubisky, can't get behind it. Breeze, I think they're going to win, so I think eventually they're going to go to pounding that football. Baker's got a tough matchup. It's going to be hard for him to use his outside guys. Roethlisberger's looked so bad. Um though he is less expensive and they do throw a lot. I mean, you know, I could see Roethlisberger maybe being a way where if it hit, you could find something there. But I don't know if I'm going to do it. I'm probably going to be playing, when all is said and done, on the six-game slate, Allen, Tanny, and Lamar. It's boring, but it's what the board's telling me to do. Um, other guys who might be able to fit into that six-game roster where I'm looking to play again maybe a tight end or a receiver in my flex spot you know A-Rob at 66 is going to get a lot of targets the Saints don't have anybody who can handle him if you think Chicago could compete Michael Thomas becomes a really interesting play at 6400 and he's probably healthy Kamara is going to draw tons of ownership at 8500 I'm not saying it's bad money. It's going to be chalky. You know, I think I'd rather play Derrick Henry against that personally. Um, and that's sort of, where I'm at, sort of where I'm at in that six-game slate. I'm going to spend the next hour or so probably making lineups and defending myself on Twitter. Um, but that's sort of where I'm at with this thing. just sort of thinking about what my exposure might be to these three guys. It'll probably be, you know, one one interesting thing is to do the Tannehill stack with Brown or C.D., Corey Davis, or Janu, which totally didn't work for me last week. 
um, which you know knocks me off at this week, and he hits. You know, Janu is. Here's what's interesting about this for me: is a he's dirt cheap at 32. B that Janu is a guy who tends to go off when they need something, and in a game like this, you know, it's it's possible that he could end up making one big play, yak, and then maybe catching a touchdown. So you know, I, and I think a lot of people will be off Janu because of last week. So if you're looking for you know, a medium to low probability guy who, if he hits, could actually, you know, push you up boards. I think Chenu could be that kind of guy. Um, I also think Deontay Johnson at 62 is a good play because you can count on the volume and it's not like he can't make the big play. So that's, you know, that's probably the best I have. And I'm sorry I don't have more. And I'm sorry this isn't an hour long the way it should be, but... It's been an exceptionally unusual um, and tough week for a lot of people, myself included. Uh, but I am going to shut this thing down now. Thanks for listening. Uh, and again, sorry for the timing of this. came up too late. But I just was thinking about other things this week. Uh, but I am going to come back tomorrow morning, maybe with another 20-minute or maybe, you know, with something a little bit longer. Um, and I will be back next week doing some things. And I'm really looking forward to... Well, a change at the top of our government and uh, getting into the offseason um, and doing a lot of rookie stuff, which I'm really looking forward to. I've already started watching some film, um, and I do believe I'm going to have some different takes on some of these players, which will make things fun. So, as always, thank you for listening to the Rotobomb Podcast. I'd like to thank the people who donated last week. We got a couple significant ones. Um, so the total number of donations is down from last year, but the fact that some of you guys won leagues and were kind enough to help out the site when you got your payments uh, from your commissioners, um, A, I love to see it. It's nice to see you guys winning championships. B, you get a little bit of the feels when you guys are good enough to do that. And I know each and every one of you who did it. Um, I'm not naming names on the podcast because nobody asked for it, but uh, I know who you are and I really appreciate it. Um, so thanks for listening. Enjoy the football today for those who need it. Some people need a little bit of getting away from real life. I totally understand it. Lock in, have a drink, enjoy the games, uh, do the same thing tomorrow. Um, and, uh, I'll, I'll talk to you guys uh, again tomorrow morning. Thanks for listening. Giddy up.
son of a gun. Better change your act. 